This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. As per usual, it's it's awesome to be back here with you. Um how's how are your stand-up shows going? The stand-up they look shows have been so great. much fun. I performed at, at a bay under a tent and at a farm off the highway. And I, you know, listen, stand up is trying to survive. And that is the reality because the comedy clubs, I've, I've done some socially distanced shows. It's nice that people are coming out. I know our audience is really like, you know, we have a young, fun audience that likes to do things and they're showing up to the farm to right. watch me do jokes next to a duck. Like it, it's a, it's a little they're weird. They're coming but, out. They're coming out, and, and I think, like, it's interesting because when you first... I started doing stand-up 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. So in the beginning, you are, like, do, like it's kind of a normal thing. You go up anywhere someone will let you go on stage and listen to you. So you do a lot of bar shows. You do a lot of shows anywhere there's a mic and a light. Like, there's shows in laundromats. There's shows... So when you start out, and you're doing open mics every night, and all you want to do is do a show for a real group of people that aren't comedians and aren't cynical and they're there to have fun. So it kind of feels like I'm going back to the old times. Like I'm, I'm going back to where I came from a little bit, which is fun and not fun and depressing and exciting all at the same time. Um, so how are you? What have you been well, up to? What's going on? It's funny on that note, I remember sending you like this. I'm like, look at this ch- this concert they're having in the Hamptons for like the chain smokers. I'm like, you got to oh, yeah. do something like that with a bunch of other comedians. And then you see like Monday morning Cuomo is like, we've got to investigate and arrest yeah, anyone who is involved in the planning <laughs> of this chain smokers concert. We, we haven't talked about this. <laughs> you I, you were the first one to send me that. And then I yeah, saw the videos so yesterday. Fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's like no one can handle themselves. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And also... That story in particular, it's like, you know, they said that the CEO of Goldman Sachs did a did a guest DJ set like it's and it's in the Hamptons and it's the chain smokers and you see how much the tickets are. So like and then like the public shaming comes in. They're like, you know, look at these rich idiots. They're they're the reason we're inside. And, it, <laughs> and it's like it's all a mess. And the week um, before that, I was like, you got to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't listen. If you want to come to my shows. There's no Goldman Sachs CEO doing five minutes at the top. <laughs> um, we keep it socially distanced. It's been a lot of fun to see people still coming out. I'm actually doing shows. I want to announce it before we get started. Um, I, this ne- comes out the ne- 5th of the August. Fifth. So in two weeks, I'm going to be in Charleston, South Carolina at Uptown Social, which is like a fun, young bar. Um, and they have an outdoor section with 90 spaces. So... Wednesday the 19th and Thursday the 20th in Charleston, South Carolina. If you want to make a trip out of it, make a weekend. We're all looking for reasons to get out and about. 
You can come. I'd love for you to come and get a ticket. It'll be on my social media. Also, I'm going to be in Mohegan Sun at the casino uh, doing shows this weekend. That came up last second. These things are coming up last second because people are canceling and they're like, Jared, will you do it? Well, no one has made long-term plans. What do you mean? You usually have your schedule like months in advance, right? These summer ones are kind of popping up. Yeah, you're right. And so I'm going to be at Mohegan Sun this weekend at the casino again. And all these clubs are doing half capacity and masks until you get to your table and all that stuff. So uh, if you want to check out where I'm at, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, I think I'll be in Cleveland, too. So Cleveland at the end of the month. That's right, Cleveland. Uh, I'll be right by the lake. So come on out. Hilarities in Cleveland, Mohegan Sun, Comics, Mohegan Sun and Charleston. Charleston's the, the fun one. I'm going I'm going They're down all there. Fun. They're Ross all fun. The That's especially right. fun uh, one. <laughs> and we have a big announcement. Uh, thank you for letting me go on and on. We have a big announcement. We do. So um, we are going to start doing extra mini um, episodes for you. So we're going to have two episodes a week. One will be a little bit shorter than the other. But um, our second episodes are going to come out on Sundays. And you guys should check them out. We'll probably do... Well, we might do different things every week. But we're going to start off just doing like um an email um or a deal reveal or something like that if you guys have anything that you want they'll be like shorter a little bit shorter so we're going to talk about probably just one topic or one email so if you guys have any suggestions for those email us uup at betches.com what i love about the extra podcast so we're going to be wednesdays per usual it's going to be the same great show on wednesday that you know and love what i love about what we're doing the sunday bonus show is kind of where we get to color outside the lines because we get so many suggestions mm-hmm. of like do this or this or that. And it's like, okay, we're going to start with like a, maybe a little bit of a longer email every Sunday. But if you guys are like, hey, this new show is great, we can do an episode about the show or we can do – and it's kind of a mini-sode and we're doing it on Sundays because we just know – like I know as a po- – I'm a podcast listener and I think sometimes I get to the weekend and I'm like – just get me out of the Sunday weirds right now. You know, the right. Sunday like voice in your head. And I'm like, that's what this podcast is all about. Getting you to put your brain on the shelf and letting Jordan and I take the wheel whenever you need it most. So we're excited to do the Sunday episode. We want your suggestions. If you have ideas, I, 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 I love opening this up. We have already a bunch of ideas that we're going to do with the Sunday episode. It's starting with a longer email this Sunday. So check it out. And, and let me tell you this. We're going to give you more content. You're welcome. We need welcome. more talkie from you guys. We need more people. Me, we need more Instagram posts. We need more telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take them. This is the podcast for everyone, right, Jordana? Exactly. Do some rating, reviewing, and subscribing. You guys are great. We want to see more all the goods yeah and and listen we I, I i want to reiterate how much we love the fans people that come out i get to meet these people you know it's just really nice that you guys love the show as much as we love doing it right yeah i saw this the uh, this morning there was you were on someone's ship profile that was great oh really that's i, I love that yeah <laughs> i uh i end up on dating profiles i had someone reach out to me they want me to do <laughs> they want me to zoom into their charcuterie competition oh wow yeah and i think we're gonna i'm gonna try it out i think we're gonna give it a shot maybe maybe it'll be in the 2024 olympics that we can only hope and pray
Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. What are we talking about today? So today we're talking about date cancellations in COVID. I've gotten a cup, a few of these emails. So I'm starting, when I get a few of the same kind of email or we get a few of the same kind of email, I start to think it might be a trend. Um, sure. So we've got a few people write in. I'll read the email because it'll just explain color, it'll give color to this phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jared and Jordana. I live in NYC and I just got back after quarantining with my parents for the last few months. I made a goal to really get out there and go on some social distance dates from the apps. I think I should give you a little background. I'm a 31-year-old female and have been on the apps for years with a low success rate. I tend to get canceled on a lot before they even meet me. The date gets scheduled, then more, than, more often than not, I get canceled on with just a few hours notice. Am I doing something wrong? This would happen to me even before COVID. I've been back in the city for four weeks and I lined up six dates. Out of those six dates, I have been canceled on four times. I normally follow up the day of the date. That's not a good batting average. It's not a good... Four out of six. That's frustrating. Yeah, that that gets you kicked out of the Major League Baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Out of the six dates, I've been canceled on four times. I normally follow up the day of the date if I have not heard from the person. The text is normally something like, Hey, Brian, are we still on for tonight? Um, should I, well, you should probably change the names based on who you're going out with. Um, 
That was a bad joke. <laughs> Should I send these texts? I would prefer to know sooner rather than later if they are going to cancel. I know it is very common to cancel a first date from an app because technically the person doesn't owe you anything, but I think I'm experiencing more it more than other people. I had high hopes things would improve after quarantine and that people would be looking for connections more. I'm at a loss and feeling very defeated. Any advice you can give me is greatly appreciated. Thank you. So I've heard, we got this email, not, um, again, a few times. Some of them were from guys also, so I don't necessarily okay. think that um, this is just a, a female thing. Uh, but yeah. I thought it was interesting that we got a few of these. Sure. I, I, um, I want to start by talking to the emailer. She says, I had high hopes things would improve after quarantine and that people would be looking for connections more. I'm at a loss and feeling very defeated. I'm sorry you're feeling that way. Um, you're not alone, which is something because I, you see the emails for this podcast yeah. and, and I, I trust you to go through those and, and you're saying you're seeing it a lot. I've seen a lot of emails like this for my podcast that I do separately. So I, this is something that's happening to a lot of people. So it's, I it's hope she thing. doesn't, right. I, I hope she doesn't, that helps her to not feel alone. I have or theories. Or take it as personally. And take it as personally. Yeah. You're right. And, and I have theories. Like I, yeah. I think the longer you wait to go a, on a date, a first date, then the more of a chance that that first date will not happen. And I've been in that situation where it's like you're talking on like a Wednesday and then the person's like, well, this week, well, can't, uh, I cannot do this weekend or I can't do whatever. And then it's like, okay, let's put it in for next Wednesday. A week in dating time right. in, is may as well be a year. And then where do you go from there? You have two types. There's two types. There's the let, now we text as if we've known each other for a thousand years or we don't text at all until that Wednesday. Like there's very little in between on that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Right. So, so for me, I'm like, okay, let's say you go the whole week texting like you've known each other 100 years because you made this date for a week away. That's kind of fucked because now it adds more pressure on the first date. That first date isn't necessarily a quote-unquote first date situation. And then so Because so they've been talking for so long, you're saying? Because you've been talking mm -hmm. for so long. And you're basically having the first date over the course of the seven days while you text. And, and then it becomes, oh, if we go on this date, now it's like it can only be this or this. It can only be more serious. It can only be. Right. And I'm, I'm just giving the perspective of how I felt in that situation. So, and I think it's very close to a lot Has of people. Has that made you think like, OK, like this, uh, this feels like there's more pressure on this date. I don't, I don't really want to go there that it, there's more pressure on it also we've had the first date i'm kind of like either more excited by the the week after or i'm just like oh so eh. you're second dates what no i'm talking about if you may if you, let's in this hypothetical situation it's wednesday you get a match you talk on the app you say hey we should do a date they say nah i can't do it this weekend but next wednesday works and then you text from wednesday to wednesday you're having the first date over text. Okay, you're saying you're right, you're having all the conversations that you would have yeah. had on a first date. Exactly. So, by the time you get to that Wednesday where the first date, the actual first date's going to happen, you either feel that the pressure is too much or there's three choices. Pressure's too much, I don't want to go on this date. I don't 
or I don't really, this week of texting hasn't really gotten me excited about it, or I'm excited. I should go on this date. Right. It's not just, and, and I think the way this woman who's writing in, and I don't think she's wrong for it. I think all of this is a mind fuck. Um, you know, admittedly, this is a mind fuck because you're texting on the same phone that you text your dad and your brother and your and your good friends and the ex that you used to date and the person you're hooking up with and this new person. So they feel more familiar. And now you're like, well, we went on a we we made a date. It should be the happening. There's way more variables involved in that time between making date and going on date is. Right. So you're saying to make that window as short as possible so that it's like not there's almost less time to think about it. You just got to do it. Yeah, I think I think like when we you know, we reference the Dr. Ellen Fisher who came on a lot because she made so much sense when she called it an introduction. The app is an introduction app, not a dating app. So the idea that like like if you met this person in a busy bar and you guys had a and you guys talk for a while and then exchange numbers, you wouldn't be let down by the, if, if, if the number exchange, that is your first date, that's your interaction. And if you exchange numbers right. being like, Hey, we should do something this weekend. You'd be let down in a, I, I think in a more real, you're getting let down in the same way that you would be in that bar situation when okay. it's not the same. So let's say you can't help, but have a date that's a week away. Mm-hmm. What's the solution there to kind of like minimize the chances of cancellation? Well, this is kind of going back to the beginning of this conversation when I said that there's another situation where you go radio silent until the day before. And now you're like, and that (laughs) situation. Well, now it's kind of like, oh, I almost forgot about this thing. Exactly. (laughs) Am I really even excited to go out with this person? Is this person excited to go out with me? I'm saying this is hard is, is really my point. Because all right. this, all the options kind of suck. Like you're either having this first date over the course of a week, or you're having no date at all, and you're not even sure if this person's excited. Right. And I, and I think when you throw you th- like that, I think all this is true, and it was very true like before COVID. I think when you throw COVID into the mix, it's like the more time I have to think about this date, the more I'm like, oh, like every person that I'm meeting up with is kind of a risk, right? So I could see how like in your head you might go back and forth and back and forth and be like, eh, like I kind of feel like this could be good. But like if it's not, then I just kind of like met up with this person that I like broke this quarantine potentially for for like no reason. Like I could see going back and forth in your head and being like every date kind of like has a little more weight, just like every like activity that you do or go out for like has a little more weight than it was before had before where you were just like casually going you know what I mean if you had a date on a Tuesday it'd be like yeah why not and now it's kind of like well there's like a little bit more risk associated with that totally I I and also for COVID the excuse has been built in COVID gave us all a child right you know like a person with a child could always say I got the kids and you'd have to relinquish to that excuse. You'd have to be like kid excuse wins. It trumps all the COVID (laughs) excuse is now not as it's as if our child grew up like the COVID excuse in the beginning, you could go, well, we got a FaceTime because of COVID or I can't get together now because I'm at home and you're at home and it's, Oh, because of COVID. Oh, COVID's at home. I got to find a, 
I gotta find a. a it's an a, easier out, yeah, right? Like I don't know if I, I want to take this. Yeah. I gotta find a sitter for COVID. Like it became your child, and now COVID is thirteen. Right. And now there's options, and now it's like it's you like can't you leave could be, COVID. You could show up on time, right? Yeah, you could be on time. You hey, you made drinks for this week, and now people are realizing that the person you were texting, it was very convenient to text you when there were no other options. It was very convenient to tell you how many great dates you guys would go on when you didn't have to pay the check. It was very, and it's like this is like everything they write is normal to me yeah i saw a very funny tweet along the line i wish i could remember who tweeted it but they were like anything that i don't really want to any any plan that i hear about that i that i don't really want to go to i've just i i say really in a global pandemic i saw that he follows me something laurent (laughs) he's a very nice guy it was very funny yeah i I don't recall exactly and yeah he's right that's the mentality because it's um now I feel bad. I feel like I got to find this guy's handle. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'm sorry totally I put ag- this on you by accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wrote me a nice message because he followed it. Okay, here he is. Um, it's it's Lauren T. BTW. Laurent Perrier. Oh, okay. Then read the tweet. It was it's, worded very it's well. Whenever I whenever I get asked to do something I don't want to do, I just answer in a pandemic, and it's worked pretty well so far. Right. Yeah, he's absolutely right, and and it's on the subject of like you have a child now, you have something that is the excuse to get out of things, and that excuse is running up. Is my point, and it's like that's why right now we're getting a lot of emails like, oh, I'm getting all these cancellations because people are being put. At the decision of going out with you where they have spent this amount of time texting and promising. And now they got to they got to pay the bill. You know, right. you now, know? Well, now now is the time that we're going to vet out. I mean, we, we used to get it's funny um, if you look at our our episodes a while ago, there was one titled like, is this real or is this just a quarantine distraction? Now is sure. the time where you get to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Is it real? Yeah, it's it's, it's true, yeah. and it it's like you know. Also, but this isn't to say that like everyone you met during COVID is is gonna cancel or be not real. Like these were real interactions. These were, re- and I think like when you use the excuse of COVID and and the quarantine to give people the benefit of the doubt, you're doing yourself a disservice. Okay. Like a lot of people will go, well, it's quarantine, it's COVID. Of course, they're not making a date yet. They're not sure about. No, 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 no. uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, uh. Your you kid's thirteen. The kid can stay at home. COVID can stay at home by himself. COVID doesn't need a sitter anymore. But some parents, this- some parents don't want to leave their twelve-year-old at home. Well, then those parents uh, aren't going to be hanging out with you. I think th- <laughs> that I'm saying, like, there are there are some people. I mean, like, I'm not really. Like I'm not the mo- the most extreme like COVID conscious person that you'll ever meet, but there are people who are like a little more like worried about it than others, which I think is fair. That's totally fair, and you're absolutely right, and they have a right to be. But that doesn't mean you have to make the excuse for them. And what people do okay. with a lot, this happens in dating in our emails all the time. 
well, he's busy with work and I don't and he's got to study and he's been driving home a lot. So that's the reason our texting has been minimal. It's like, has he said those things? Are those a reality? Are those right. are those are things that they projecting them onto him? Exactly. And, and so I listen, it's two different things when you say like if you're dating someone who's like, listen, I'm taking this so seriously good for them. That is something you have to respect. But when you, they say that, okay, well, what's the other? If we can't do the date this week, are we going to do FaceTime? Are we going to do a socially distanced right. date? Are we going to do one we're not drinking? Like, that doesn't – just because their priorities with how they're treating their actions during a pandemic do not supersede your right to be treated the way you want to be treated. Right. So in some ways, it's good if you get canceled on because you're finding out earlier, sooner rather than later, just how badly this person like really wants to date. Totally. And I, and I would say to this person that, you know, sometimes the answers are in the emails. I get canceled on within a few hours notice. Am I doing something wrong? This could happen. To, uh, this would happen to me before. If it's happening before and now it's happening now again, I would encourage this person less time. Um kind of like I, I and some people need I, I, I don't want to like go with like a black and white response to this because you need to talk to people on apps and it's got to feel right for you to want to go out with them but if you're talking and texting hours and hours and hours there's a point where you have to go take my number I'll see you Wednesday take my number let's do something tonight right take my number you know like and I and think that, like, right no sorry go on go, no, but the I, the phrase "take my number" is fun. It's flirty, and it's throwing them the ball. Take my right. number. But it's also right. It's throwing them the ball, but it's also sort of like saying, like, you have to make this happen too. It's not because I I see what you're saying. Like she she might be in situations where she's like, well, we should get drinks sometime. Which there's nothing wrong with that. But again, like I think if she's sort of like doing more of the pl- or a larger part of the planning of the date and the person can just kind of say yes or no, it leaves more room for them to, to leave. And you find out if someone's actually serious about it. If you say, Hey, take my number and then they come up with the plan, then they're more invested in it. I, you bring up the most fantastic point of this whole conversation. We should do drinks sometime. You, what people have to understand is we should do drinks sometime is death by a thousand paper cuts. Because if someone, I've had, you know how many, we should do drinks sometime? Say to me, we should do drinks sometime. We should do drinks sometime. We definitely should. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> like, it is, you, what, what a lot of, and I'm, I'm saying this from a guy's perspective. I, I, me, Jared Freed, the board lord. I and I and I tweeted this out earlier and I want to make sure we say it on this podcast because I understand how confusing it can be to the other side. Men will work incredibly hard to make things casual. It seems like so, counterintuitive. Right? <laughs> well, this is the, and and it's we talk about this all the time on the show like why does he want me to move to Snap? Why won't he just text me on normal number? Guys will work incredibly hard to be casual with you. And it seems counterintuitive, right? 
because you're like, why does this right. guy keep texting me? Oh, he says we should get drinks. It seems stupid that he would say we should get drinks because we're going to work incredibly hard to make sure that you're an option for when we want to be casual. So like the idea, so this woman who might be writing what you said, we should do drinks. I don't think that's the way to go. That gets you neutral answers. You want hard answers to get away from these people. So you think she should say we should do drinks on Tuesday? I think take my number. <laughs> I'd love to do drinks. And then you and find then, then let gone. him take it from there. You've given him the wood, the nails, the hammer. He can build the house. Right. And if he doesn't, you know he doesn't really want it. Yeah, it, it, that's it, and it's like don't wait by the window for the fucking bat signal to come out. It's not coming. You move on. <laughs> and I I I say this because I have done this. Like I'm I'm not and I don't I'm not But proud also guys of it. are guys work even harder. So like that same guy might take your number and text you on Friday at 10:30 and say like hey you said we should do drinks. <laughs> well, then you, and then, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's a guy working hard. Yeah, he's working hard at being casual. And then, but you then have to go, like, I would even write down what I said to the guy. If, like, if someone's like, I'm just trying to work through this shit, write down. I said to them, I would love to do drinks. Uh, here is my number. And then you come back to the list. He, he texts you at 1030. And he's like, yeah, that's I'm ready for That's how you wind up on like a Reddit thread as the crazy person. Do you remember well, that guy who had like the spreadsheet of his dates? Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. Let's use pen and paper. Let's go yeah. old school so you don't get go viral. But I'm saying if that guy comes back to you and goes, hey, drinks, you go, uh, I'm actually in bed already. I'm such an old woman. Uh, let me know. Uh, I'm down for Wednesday. And, and right. the, you know, now you, it, to me, a lot of the advice that we talk about, like I'm not going to tell you What's definitely going to happen? I'm not going to tell you if someone's going li- to li- likes you or not. Here's the here's how you volley back the serve. You're playing tennis. You volley it back right. with something you, with a better option, with a better you know thing, right? Right. I, I don't know. No, I agree. And then I also think that like if you're volleying for for too long and everyone knows what their own threshold is and it really shouldn't be that long. If you're doing t- if too much of that volleying, because I can s- I see what you're saying playing out. And I could see how it's happened to me before where you say like, eh, like I actually like I'm already I'm busy. I can't really do that. I can do Wednesday. And the guy's like, great. And then like Wednesday comes around and they don't really even like text you until like five. And then they're like, eh, had kind of a long day. Like got a lot of work, whatever. Like then that should be like the end of the volley for you. That's the end. You got to leave the court. Right. There's it's, so much volleying yeah. you can do. Like, I agree. Like, you do have some, especially with a lot of guys, you have to play, like, a little bit of, like, defense. But there comes a certain time when it's, like, this person is clearly, like, not taking this seriously enough to plan a thing with more than 24 hours notice. They don't this care that got, much. But, and also, he's not going to say to you, hey, the, here's the text that's not coming. Here's the text you'll never get. Hey, I know I put this off. I don't really want to go out more with you than I want to masturbate in my bed. So I've He's never not gotten that, send one. that Well, that's what I'm saying. You've never gotten that. So, but that's the reality. Wednesday came along. He wasn't excited about going more excited about going out with you than he was to sit in his bed and play with himself. And I know that's an icky thing to hear, but that's, and there's a point where you have to be the one to end it with them. Because again, 
he's always going to be nice enough, work just hard enough to get casual. Right. It sucks. And I do, I mean, like to speak for women everywhere, it sucks to have to like be on that mode for so long of like that, like that. Cause you're, I, I think there does come a time when you're dating for a while, when you're doing that with constantly with a lot of people and you're like, this is like a lot of work to just be like, sure. see, like, like trying to weed, weed through these guys to see like the small number that have like intentions of actually going on a date. And then those are not even the guys you usually want to date. So well, this is this, like, well, this that's is like, sort of, I can, it brings me back to like the frustrations of the New York city dating scene. And I get it. It's like, it does feel exhausting. Like it's, not, it's funny because you're not even doing anything, but it can feel exhausting just to be like sure. dealing, let's say dealing with like a few of those people a week is like yeah. kind of annoying. And again, the way you put it is correct. Going through the weeds, you're, you're trying <laughs> to suss out the, because, because everyone is genuinely being nice to you. Right. Like good guys and guys who, guys who want, a relationship, sex, and and just to text you are all very similarly nice over text. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm know, saying. Like, it can be hard to tell like who's actually like fucking around and who like actually wants to go on a date. That's why you kind of have to be like a hundred percent okay with losing okay. Like you have to right. be, you know, like being like, hey, if you can't make a date happen within the first week, then you can't really make me happy within the first year. Like that's not going to happen. It's hard. I get the hard part. I think as a woman dating in a big city is the sense of like dealing with all these people and weeding out all these people without and trying to have low expectations without coming off like cynical or like, sure, you know, like bitter. Cause I do think if you've been doing that enough, you do get this sense of like, it's just going to be another guy who's like not going to text me. And then you sound like a sad, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like a sad, uh, like angry woman. And that's not, no one wants to date that person either. So it sort of feeds into itself. So like, I think we talk a lot about like how you want to be like the upbeat fun person, but I can also see, um, the other side of it where you're like, yeah, I have to be this like fun person who's just excited to like, ward off these guys who just want to sleep with me and then never text me again (laughs) you're right listen listen everyone that's where our podcast comes in (laughs) that's where we come in um and also when we give this advice when i say things that can rub some people the wrong way that like oh i you know i understand like everyone has their breaking point everyone has a moment everyone has like Get the fuck away from me. Like, I have that with people that, like, DM me, you know, like, and they're being annoying. And I just want to be like, go fuck yourself. And I'm like, just, no, you're in a different headspace than they're in. And I try to, like, not be that person. And I, But, like, we all have that within us. Um, And also, I think this also, like, attributes to why women seemingly have more stories when they do find the right person that are so like can't believe it like they're like right. they're like sometimes oh, it can seem God. like it's like sure and yeah. it was like it was it's so easy with them and oh my god it's like we just match so crazy it's like no because this person's along for the ride that you that you both want to be on you know like right you know you know, Jess and I have conversations all the time where I'm like, you know, where it's like, 
where like, you know, you have those moments and I'm sure you and Mike have these of like, oh my God, look at, look at us. Look how good we are together. And then, and, yeah. like, and then you have, and then you we like laugh about it. We figure it out. Right. Yeah. And then, and then you have a fight like a day later and you're like, go fuck yourself. Right. Is this what it, you know, like whatever, but I it's deserve like, more than this. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that one the other day. I, I but it's like, you know, it's only because you're on the same page. These, this woman where she's writing in, like they're all canceling. It's like they're canceling for their own reasons that they, it's not as personal. And it's again, like right. a lot it of has nothing things, to do like, with you. That's no, I've canceled on a lot of great people. Like yeah. I, I have, I have, I did I ever tell this story on the podcast. One time I was in a bar and this makes me sound horrible. Um, I was in a bar and I was like, I'm like talking to a girl at the bar and I'm like, man, this is like going well, you know, and we're taking shots and we're having a fun time. And it's like, she's like, I got to run to the bathroom. And like, this is like, you know, this is, you know, quote unquote, what women would assume or other men would assume is the dream. You meet a girl at a bar, you're going to go home together it's casual. It's fun. Like you would assume right. this is what I was looking for being out at a bar. And I remember we we're taking a shot and then she goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. She runs to the bathroom. And I remember I turned and saw a pizza place out the window you across just- the street. And I had the moment where I was like, I can go home with her. I kind of, I kind of know where this is going. We can go home, but I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> and, and I, was like her I was like you got to make the decision to leave this bar and get pizza or stay here and I could see the pizza place out the window and I was like pizza wins wow and I that's what you don't see in the rom-coms this is what I'm saying (laughs) this is what this is like again like for I would assume a woman would be like but you you're single you're out there you want casual hookups you got it like you got everything you want and then like Ah, pizza. I don't have to like... Did you just leave or did you tell her? So I left. I didn't tell her. This is where I sound (laughs) bad. And I walked out. And I I remember sitting in the pizza place with two slices in front of me, just like looking out the window. And like, I could see her like walk out of the bar, walk in the bar. You know what I mean? Like wondering where is this person? And it's like, I, I, I feel bad now, you know, telling the story, but... I hope this story helps I mean, I'm sure she moved on, but... It's not personal to her. It's not about... It wasn't that she wasn't great. I mean, this could have been... You know, this could have been Giselle. I'd be like, Giselle, pizza. You know, it could have been Beyonce. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I I would be like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to... I don't want to sleep in my underwear. I want my own bed. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... All of these were my things. Not... Not me being like... Not, oh, she did something unattractive or she had a weird laugh. Right. This is the same as canceling a date with someone you met on a dating app to me. Like, you had this meeting. It went good enough. Ah, pizza or... Right. You know, figuring out a way out of her apartment. Yeah. 
guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. Now that I sound like the biggest piece of shit alive. Uh, <laughs> UUP at Betches. Hopefully that com. girl out there is listening now. <laughs> what, if, what if she's there like, what? what? Like I gotta, <laughs> that was me. Uh, you want me to read it? Okay. This is, I mean, the awkward sex emails keep getting better and better. I love this one. Yeah, they're good. They're, this we is get, a we good, got, I, we've gotten a good uh, a lot of them. They're great. J and J, thank you for keeping me and so many other people laughing during this painful pandemic. Last year, I had been casually seeing someone for about three weeks. He came over one night when my roommates were away, and in the middle of having sex, he suddenly stopped and rushed to the bathroom. He asked me if I was on my period, and I said no. I was so confused, uh, but I thought I would lay in bed and wait for him to figure himself out. She writes in parentheses, looking back, I should have probably been more concerned. <laughs> yeah, if someone runs, the, if I was with a woman who ran to the bathroom and was like, are, are you, are you dying? <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, she was like, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> nah, all good over here. Uh, after about five to 10 minutes, I went to check on him 
and he was looking down at his dick, and I saw a pool of blood on the floor. He was freaking out and told me he missed my vagina, and his dick hit my stomach and bent it. Is that possible? (laughs) Well, I have been in situations. How far do they bend? They bend pretty far. I've moved it to the extremes of the, of like, I, you know. Is there varying levels of penis flexibility? Well, I've had the, yes, there's varying (laughs) levels, but also I've been with, I mean, a woman and had her on top and then like, she like slips off of my dick. You ever have that happen? And then you have that like moment where you like re, like you're like whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. You no, know, like, yeah. I assumed it was just because it's sensitive. No, it's more that's a bending thing. Oh, it like hurts. It kind of feels like, like it broke. Like if you're trying to do like, sometimes it'll fall out. Like if she's on top, or if like you're trying to like, if you're in a position where weight is being put on it, it'll feel like you, it's being. It feels crushed. like it like got kind of bent. Like I, I do. I, I understand this guy's. Okay. I don't know if it went into her stomach, but I have understand the idea Bent of like there's a slippage and then your dick goes in a direction it shouldn't have gone. It's kind of like turning an ankle. It kind of feels like that where you're like something awkward happened. My penis shouldn't have gone in that direction. Interesting. I always thought of it as like kind of being like a hot dog that like could go in any which way. Well, hot dogs can break, too. Like, you can split a hot dog in half. I guess, but I feel like it's, like, more it's more likely that it would just snap back to... Snap it. Well, that, that's kind of what happens. Like, a hot okay. dog can break or it can snap back. I would... It's like, I've been in situations where it's... It, 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 it's it's uh, I think the turned ankle is the best way to describe it. Like, where you're like, man, my foot shouldn't have gone that way. Mm. Like, the, di- the hedge went a different way than the base. I see. Kind of okay. Um, <laughs> Jess just yelled <laughs> "ew" in the background. Uh, <laughs> he was in, uh, hit his stu- uh, his dick hit my stomach and bent it. He was in a lot of pain. It is painful. I've ha- it, it, I understand. I've never had the blood thing though. He was in a lot of pain, so I immediately drove him to the ER. At the hospital, we were met with a lot of doctors and nurses who all asked us what happened and what our relationship status was. She, she writes in parentheses, not the best time to define the relationship, people. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's very funny. And yeah, it makes me think that all the nurses and doctors at the hospital were like old Jewish women. Just like, so what's going on Is this your boyfriend? Here? Yeah. Is this your boyfriend? It's like. Right. That's not how done. No, They're right. like, what is the relationship to the patient? They're not like, so. <laughs> Right. Well, she's probably like the defensive about it, interpreting it like, and I have another person I have to tell that I'm single. <laughs> yeah. We're so. What are we, Rob? You know, right. like. Well, it's funny. My dick is bent. <laughs> like my gynecologist will ask me that every year. I remember oh, she'd yeah. be like, she'd be like, so like how many um like, same guys last year? And I'd be like, <laughs> well, depending on the year, I'd be like, no, nah, there'd been many other, you know. So the let's how not many, get into it. <laughs> the how many partners thing would be a funny scene in a movie for the male and female versions. Like you getting asked, have you been with multiple partners? Like, it, you know, it's a, a mind fuck. And like there's certain right. guys that, that would be like, 
They'd be like, so uh, are you having sex with multiple partners? Like, yeah, I am. Right. And then yeah, they it's a totally five. different um, <laughs> feeling Mindset. for us. It's like, oh, now I have to like tell her about like my breakup. And like, you know, there's been like a, a few and like, <laughs> they're you like, know. no, you could have just said yes or no, ma'am. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, go, well, I've been seeing this one guy and, and you know, we- he doesn't really text that. I mean, we're kind of together. I, I don't know. Ma'am, I just asked if you had multiple sex partners. <laughs> <laughs> like, just to get, like, real serious. It's a loaded I've, question. <laughs> I felt bad leaving him there. I was his ride back, so I waited with him until about 4 a.m. The doctor said he was probably fine, but wouldn't discharge him until he successfully peed. So I had to take him on walks to the bathroom to try and pee. Oh, she's holding his hand like it's, like it's Tuesdays with Maury. Uh, I, the most embarrassing oh part God. was that he was on his parents' health insurance, so he had to explain the ho- the hospital charges to them. We kept dating, so when I met them, they knew me as the girl who broke their son's penis. What would you call this one? <laughs> Sincerely, hide your kids, hide your penis. Um, great email. I do the the thing of the the funny the parents, you know, medical health insurance. It is funny. It's like, oh, is penis breaker coming over? Like, are we going to finally meet? You know, like this. Like, I don't think they think that way, but it's funny because I feel like I've heard girls say like they've had like a lot of sex with someone. They'll be like, and he basically like my my, can't even feel my vagina. Like it's like, Mm -hmm. but it's like a good thing. I feel like this is not the same. No, this is this is not the. So like, how would it where would it bleed from? Is my other question. I would think maybe, and I agree with you. Like it wasn't like it broke, like the hot dog scenario. Because if you break your explained. ankle, it doesn't. There's no blood. Well, the, well, then you'd have to have a bone come out of your ankle. Right. My thinking is they they were having sex. He put it. He jammed it in her stomach. It bent, and then he had some like discharge. He had blood discharging from. The penis. The penis. Okay. Like the hole. Right. That would be my. That's the only way I'm thinking. Because she said it's a puddle of blood. So I'm, I'm surprised like, it I, didn't hurt more. This guy didn't. I mean, this sounds horrible. I he, I have had the thing where the penis slips out of the vagina and it bends in a way that the way he explains it, I kind of I'm I'm assuming it's similar to the moments where I've been like, oh shit, did I lose my penis in that? Like I I've been like, is it gone? Right. And and then you have a minute, you take a breath, and then you go, oh no no no, we're good. I'm 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 good now. Like I've I, I've had that scenario happen. So in that scenario, your penis is fine. It's not like sitting like in an L shaped. Um, it's back to normal. But then I would think maybe he like had blood coming out of the hole. Okay. Yeah. No, I see that. Maybe that we should ask. Now. Maybe we should ask our resident. Uh, Oncology, gyne- not oncologist. Don't we have Sorry. gynecologist? Guy- yeah. No, not gynecologist. Uh, what is it called? The dude. Is he a gynecologist? No, he's not a gynecologist. He does the penis doctor. We should ask the penis doctor what he thinks. I, I don't know if that's the official term, but I'll we'll I'm ask sh- him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he got his degree Sean, in penising. Sean says urologist. You're right, Sean. We are we are yeah. both dumb as shit. <laughs> it's a urologist. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call this one? Um, uh, you go first. 
Broken Boner, Snap okay. Snake, Bloody Wanker, Penis and Pieces, and then this is the best one, I think, Shattered Peen. Shattered Peen is good. Ch- like shattered that. Peens, like Shattered Dreams. Shattered Peens. Okay. Shattered Dreams a thing? I think it's What was the thing. first one you had? I liked it. Broken Boner. Broken Boner. <laughs> Bro- I like that. What you got any erectile erectile dysfunction? That's good. The um, uh, yeah, I, I the what are you from the, the people asking? Sex sent uh, me to the R. <laughs> would this be a red flag or deal breaker for you from the female perspective? Um, I think it would be fine. I feel like the, she was very nice. She waited till four. I think like. It's like a. It could be something that brings you together. Yeah, I Wouldn't mean, they just, dated. Yeah. This is. I mean, she was very caring for him. She waited for him because she was the ride. This is all right. like in the in the in the classification of like tough sexual night, but not a turn off in any way. Right. Yeah, I think it was definitely not a red flag or a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Let's uh, hit me, Jordana. Let's let's do it. Hey, J&J. Love the pod. Feather your nuts, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not sure you guys have covered this topic before, so here it goes. Um, I started talking to this guy pre-quarantine, and we texted slash talked on the phone slash FaceTimed until things opened back up. We had our first real date two months ago, and we made things official slash exclusive last week. Ooh. Things- Ring those bells. Things have gotten hot and heavy while we've been making out, and he told me that we don't need to rush into anything because this isn't just about sex. I appreciated that he was being so sweet and wanted to go at my pace. He said it twice now, and it's whenever the time is right, um, but that he obviously wants to. He said it um, twice now that it's whenever w- that the sex is whenever its time is right. Okay, but he obviously yeah. wants to. So she, right. he's like putting the ball in her court. Okay. I'm a pretty sexual person. I haven't had sex in a while. So now I'm the one who's dying to have sex. I don't know how to tell him, okay, let's fuck now without seeming like I barely could wait a week for the timing, the time to be right. Is he just trying to be nice and wait for me to be ready? Or are there actually guys who want to wait? Interested to see both of your perspectives. Sincerely ready and waiting. What's your take on this guy? Um, so there's like a couple things that kind of like, it's 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 a little this is not how I would proceed. Let me give that perspective. The idea that they're like we went on our first real date 2 months ago and we made things official last week. I don't know when we received this email. Um but if they had their first real date 2 months ago and then you make things official, like there's a point where it's like what's going on here? Like that like they I only understand. had one. No, that they two months ago they had their first real date. So that means they still haven't had sex after two months of dating. Right. Which is fine. And okay, they started talking pre quarantine. Yes. And then but they had they didn't meet up until after, like in the mists or after. So let's say March they start uh talking, FaceTiming, whatever. And then May they go on their first date. And now it's July. And they are together, but they still haven't had sex. Like, right. there's a point where it's like, 
you know, it's it's a one of a few things. Sometimes when sex isn't talked about, it's just one of these things that gets it starts as a small thing and then builds into this bigger thing. And now, like, both of you don't know how to bring it up. Um, it's also the the idea that, like, maybe he's a little, like, nervous about it. Like, if he's not making this happen. Like, are you guys putting yourself in position to have sex? Like, are you going saying, hey, come over. Let's go to my place. Let's, you know, and make out at your place and be in a position well, where it's comfortable Well, she said things have gotten hot and heavy. Should things have gotten I, hot and heavy while we've been making out? I mean... The idea of like, yeah, like if they've gotten hot and heavy, like, like, are you giving the signals to like, are you taking off his shirt? Is he taking off your shirt? There's a point where you go, like, I understand what she's saying. I haven't had sex in a while, so I'm the one who's dying to have sex. And I don't want to tell him, okay, let's fuck now, seeming like I could barely wait a week for the time to be right. Like, I don't think he's, you're with him. Like, you're now a boyfriend, girlfriend. An official. Well, my, I had a thought, and maybe this is like sin, more like sinister than you as a man would think that it was, but I was thinking like, okay, they've, they've been in this like short-term thing. They've mm. sort of made it like official and exclusive, but maybe like he's not positive about it and doesn't want to sleep with her and then like, and then decide he's not that into it. So he's yeah. not sleeping with her because he's like sort of not sure about the whole thing. You're totally right. I, I think... There's two things. There's I want to wait because, because uh, you know, but I think you're right based on the way this email was written. He has said it twice now that it's whenever the time is right, but that he obviously wants to. So he's put a lot of this in her. Right. He's doing the thing where he's like, I'm not having sex unless you're ready to have sex, which is nice and that should be how we act. Right. But there's a point where you see that someone... Like if sex is a is a contract item for one person and not really a tr- contract item for the other person, then there can be this thing where you're like you're waiting until the other you're kind of waiting for the other person to throw away that item on the contract as far as like something that like keeps you guys together or like makes this official. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Where whereas like if she's initiating the sex, then he doesn't then he doesn't have to deal with like if he decides it's he's not that into it, that he doesn't have to say like she doesn't have she can't say to him like you just wanted to like yeah. sleep with me or and then like just dump me or something like that. Yeah, but now it's almost so built up that I don't think that would even work. Like it's not like I know. if she initiated now and then he was like, eh, you know, I'm not really that into it and then left. I don't think it would go any better for him. Totally. I, I kind of feel for him, you know, like I, he's, I, and think I he's, know he, he didn't think it through. <laughs> no. Yeah. There's like this thing of like, if you try to, if you try to like win the, the quote, the, um, if you try to win the nice guy award, you're going to be fucked. Like no matter what, like the, if you try to win the nice guy award, you're, you're, you're doomed because this guy, he's like totally in your court. And then he gets in this position where it's like, okay, she's ready, but she's ready now that she has the relationship. And now that, you know, like, I, right. I, I don't know. I'm assuming a lot. And it could have been that he was like, let's be official. And, and then like, like, did you become like, here's the, right, like, how did this official talk come up? 
yeah, I would want to know that uh, because if it became a fit, like there's, I'm trying to think from like when I have, so she says, are there actually guys who want to wait? Anytime I've wanted to wait, it's been because I don't want the sex to be the thing that's held against me for when this ends. Right. And that's, I mean, that's what made me think of that, like, pretty yeah. early on. I think unless, I mean, we were just talking about sound, Sean, Sean, sound, Sean and Catherine Lowe. Like, if it, <laughs> if, I mean, there's, like, religious reasons. I don't, I'm not really getting the vibe from this email that it has anything mm-hmm. to do with that. Um, but, yeah, it seems like he wants to release control so that he doesn't have to deal with any consequences of what happens after the sex. Yeah, let's let's say he's totally on board with like he likes her, he's going out with her. They're they're both in a relationship and now they have sex. Is he and and part of being in a relationship is she says, "Well, I have to have I I I won't have sex with someone I'm not in a relationship with." Like does that, you know, does them being in a relationship mean and then having sex mean that he when does he become not the asshole if this ends? You know, like I, I right. you know, like, and I'm not like. I guess I sound bad in this conversation, well, I, but I would I, be I, wary of making things official with a guy I hadn't slept with, because, like, especially from our conversations, where you're like, the man doesn't really like think clearly almost until, like, he's I mean, that's done excu- that. that. That's also an excuse, but like, I, I mean, I, that's what you've said is like, there's sort I've of like said, this cloudy but, vision, and then you sleep with someone, and you're like, oh, I can see, like, this is how I actually feel. <laughs> Well, I, I think also that's to say that like the the convergence of sex and the emotional attachment to that sex isn't as high for men for men. And the idea that like, oh, you come out of this cloud, it's like, oh, you your penis was thinking for you. You wanted sex and the emotional stuff you'll deal with later. It, it's right. like pushing off the bill and. I don't know. This has been going on long enough that it would be weird that he's been. But I think like when you've been going two months and you're in a relationship, like I think for her, she's not going to sound like she's some sort of sex addict freak. If she's like to want to have sex with her boyfriend. Yeah, to have exactly. This is (laughs) what I mean. Um, and, And if he pulls away from that, you have to wonder, is he not sure if this relationship is right for him? And that might be what he's doing and that's okay i think like but also like a conversation needs to happen like if i were her i would go out again have a sexy makeout invite him over or ha- and be like can i come over to your place let's go whatever and let one thing lead to another and if one thing doesn't lead to another you have to say hey i i'm ready to go to this next level with you are you ready for that and and then stop talking let him talk right and then you have an actual real conversation about it yeah, because he might say, well, you know, I know this is really – if he puts it in terms of, like, this is really important to you, then you start to understand that he is in that mindset of, like, oh, I'm I'm avoiding this because if this ends, I'll be the asshole who had sex with you without – now you kind of know. Right. Yeah. I think it's important to – I mean, we didn't have – we don't have this information, so we can't get into it. But I think – I would think it would be important to know how that conversation came about if it was, like, something that he sort of felt about pressured – to say yes to in this exclusive like official thing or if that was something that he was like initiated himself or was really down for i think that would also make a difference 
Yeah, and I think like if you're one of these people, which is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with this where you're like, I don't have sex with anyone that I'm not exclusive with. I think when you are one of those people, the thing to look out for is that that type of thing doesn't matter to the person you're with because that's important to know. If it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to the person you're with, then you, I would think that you've got to be a little more wary of when you do get in this relationship, are they doing that just to get the next thing right. or or are you going to be okay with it ending even if you were in a relationship? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that you can't, you can say I only want to sleep with someone who I'm exclusive with, but I don't think that it's realistic to think that like things wouldn't change after that, even though you're exclusive. That That's, that's the right. double edged sword of it all. It's like, you have to understand that like breakups do happen, you, you know, like, right. and, and, you know, the it's it's very difficult because, you know, relationships happen. You're going to have to like just because you guys gotten one doesn't mean if 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 I was a person who was like, I don't, you know, date, you know, I only have sex with people I am exclusive with person. You know, you have to also you have to be aware that like not everyone is really taking that into account. I But I guess you are aware when you do that. Right. I don't think you can use it as like a manipulative tool. I think if that's if you're doing that because like to get something the other person to act a certain way, if you're doing it because that's how just you feel and that's something that's important to you, I think that that's fine and great. But I don't think you can do it as saying like, well, when I when I only do this, guys become more X, Y or Z. I don't think that's like accurate. Well, also, you have to be okay with dumping people that aren't like you have to have some taste at that point. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, get to the relationship, then you can fuck me. Like, well, okay, do you turn people away from relationships? Like, or is it just anyone that gets to the end of the the maze gets to have sex? Right. You know, like, and I think, like, it's a tough conversation to have because I don't fault anyone for having that. But, like, if you're just like, yeah, if you're in a relationship with me, you get sex. It's like, well, did you ever stop anyone from, is it hard to get to the end of that maze? Is it? Is it hard to be in a relationship with you? Did you meet over two months and this was two people that were like, you know, fulfilling each other? Or was it one person who was willing to get in a relationship? You have to be kind of aware of right. that too. Yeah, that there's other factors that go into it. I agree with that. Yeah. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. You want to play a game? Let's play some games. Yeah. Let's do it. 
Send in your games. UUPFetches.com. UUPFetches.com. Red flag deal breaker. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. He gives you a nickname before your first date. Example, my name is Nicole, and he started calling me Coley in text. No one calls me that. I said I wasn't into it, and he said, well, I need a nickname for you, dot, dot, dot. He still tried to use it again in person and on our date. So <laughs> this, is, this is a bit obnoxious. Right. I mean, my first thought was like kind of after, you know, doing this podcast with you for for these years, yeah. I've thought like, oh, he's maybe using this as a way to like create this false sense of like closeness. Totally agree. You know, that That like, is a... That is a thing. I've been it's trained like, so well by you. you, you, you <laughs> you've learned the ways of the douche. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is because it, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was a woman who wrote to me the other day um, that she was like, these guys on Tinder are all right. I'm looking for the love of my life. And I'm like, yeah, it's a love bomb. They hit you right. with something that is way outside of the comfortability of this relationship to make you more comfortable in it so that you'll become physical. Coley on Nicole isn't even make sense. So in that, in this scenario, right. You're it's absolutely not like right. If you went with Nikki, it's kind of like a softer version of that. Right. Coley. It's like he went to, he tried too hard and it made his douchebaggery show. Right. It's like, it's obvious. It's too obvious. If he had gone with Nikki, he might have been fucking. You know, like <laughs> you know, like that. Like, it, it, like if I was to sit with him, I'd be like, "Dude, Coley, what the fuck is wrong with you?" And, right. and a, a little bit of it is a. It's fake it, intimacy. It's, it's fake intimacy. intimacy. It's also a dominance, like mm-hmm. that he's gonna like. Nikki is like this is, is what like, I call you. This is your name. Like I ex- decided your. Yeah, it's, a, it's an asshole move. It's not. If if I hadn't been on a date with a girl and she was like, right, Red, start calling me Red, I'd be like, what? What did you call me? Red. It's like, you know, nickname for Jared. I'd be like, not for this, Jared. Like, I, I, I would be the same way. I'd be like, why are you doing that? Like, I've had a lot of yeah. J's. I get J- I've had girls. Je- Jess pops in. She'll call me J sometimes, but we also live together. She calls me Jer. She doesn't call you J Train. <laughs> she calls me J Train in the sack. She just ewed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like red would be too much. I, right. I would. It's also like deal. it's not like something happened and that's what you know. Like a waiter got your name wrong and now it's your inside joke. This is like someone. This is someone trying too hard to on on the establish of- some sort of dominance and again fake intimacy. Totally agree. And also on the subject of trying, how many times are you texting someone's name to them? Also to true. Even, to even write Coley, you know, like, it's like you, you're kind of, you've showed your cards. Like, like if someone was like, Jared, how are you doing it? I'd be like, I, it's like, it's a kind of a sales technique too, to use someone's name a lot. Yeah. Predator. Um, so are you out or is it, I think it'd be a red flag for me. I think I'm if everything out. else were great, I might let it slide. Deal breaker. It's too much, too soon. Don't assume okay. yourself into my life. I like okay, that you were so- like predator. Doom. Like <laughs> marked him as a predator. <laughs> Let's do another. 
Um, they want, okay. So they want you to have a surrogate or they insist on having a surrogate for their pregnancy, not for medical reasons, but for vanity reasons. So this is kind of, so I'm backing away from this subject because I don't know about the surrogate game, but I do know it's a hot button social issue, right? Is it? I think, I, I, again, for the listeners at home, I, I, I've heard that this is kind of a touchy issue. I did issue, not right? know that when I included it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, the surrogate you know, thing where I, I think there's a class issue with it where it's like, and, and maybe that's why they sent, did, they sent it in. They want you to have a surrogate or they, oh, this is a, so I guess this is a woman writing and saying they want you to have a surrogate. They insist on having a surrogate for their pregnancy, uh, for the or they or they insist on having a. Surrogate it's like for vanity for- reasons. So like I'm I'm talking about I'm taking any sort of like who the surrogate is or anything like that. Basically, like mm-hmm. they're saying I want a surrogate not because like I need one for medical reasons because I can't carry a baby, but because I just want to make sure my body stays intact. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know how much of an opinion I'm allowed to have on, on that. Or, if I, Right. If it was a woman that I'm dating, like, do I tell her how to get pregnant? I don't know. I don't know if I'm even. But also, there's a lot of people that see these surrogacies as like people using other humans to carry to their, to carry well, some their people, baby. Right. Well, some people can't have them on. So you're saying some people are against surrogacy, like generally. I think in this, I think some people are against it in this scenario where it's like they're doing it for vanity reasons and maybe you're taking up someone that could be used for someone who can't have a baby or also you have the money and the means to do this and you're doing it for vanity reasons and whereas now you're using someone's body. I don't know. I, I don't know what the, right. Maybe well, I would be against, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would be against this for vanity reasons, just because like for me, that would, I mean, if a guy told me that he wanted me to do that for vanity reasons, totally. I would be out. That's but, more black and white where the, the right. guy, yeah, the guy, <laughs> yo, use like, this other person. I don't want you fucking up your body. Like right. that'd be gross. <laughs> that would yeah. be terrible. <laughs> yeah, right. Horrible. Um, and I think that, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't want to judge, but like that's what this podcast is about. But I feel like if you won't have a baby for the per- yourself because you're worried about how your body's going to look after, like that would be like a pretty big red flag for me in a friendship of a person. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like if a woman that I was dating if, if it was like, I don't want to mess right. this thing up. I uh, <laughs> will just, you know, I, I don't know how I would. I don't know what my opinion would be. I, I. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it, it's um, I'm not left speechless a lot by this podcast, but this would be one I don't know enough, and I don't know about the social implications. I would want to go through the process with my wife of like her being pregnant and being a part of that. Like I think that's a nice thing, but and if, especially if they're able. But I I just don't. It wouldn't be a red flag or deal breaker. I I would kind of like there's some subjects that I go. Not gonna touch away. that. Not gonna touch that. <laughs> like I don't know. Someone Fair. might be. Able, someone's gonna DM us or write us in a, a nice email, being like, "No, here's everything you need to know." Or send us. Well, I would love to learn more. So if anyone has any right. interesting factoids about that, um, that are, that show our ignorance, please hit us. Please 
Hit Always us up. Always open to learn. UUP at Betches.com. Let's Last do one, one more. This one's a little lighter. They leave <laughs> a toothbrush and deodorant at your apartment the first time they come over. That is red flag, <laughs> but moving into deal breaker territory. What would... Because... um. Well, it's it would just, just the, show that they were a little too comfy. A little too comfy. Um, I believe me. I've, I've, I would have no problem throwing away someone's toothbrush they left <laughs> in my apartment after a first night. I'd be like, "Get this the fuck out of here." Um, but at I, what stage would would that be okay for you? I there's no okay stage for me. Like I, <laughs> Jess's stuff <laughs> is still yeah, uh, Jess in keeps her <laughs> purse. <laughs> Jess keeps a bag by the door. Just in case <laughs> this ends, I, I, it, it it wouldn't move me either way because there's no toothbrush and deodorant left at my kitchen or at my sink that would make me rethink staying or being in the relationship. I would be like, well, she's got her toothbrush here. I guess we're together now. Like it would that that wouldn't well, it's be more just like their assumption that like they're coming back. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's it. I it, it would be a deal breaker for me. Like, I I'd be I'm like, uh, like, at what point would it be like okay? I guess I don't know. It'd be like fifth date, fifth time, fifth date. Okay, fifth fifth like sleepover situation. Fifth time they're here. Okay. Yeah, they're like uh, you know if you've slept over more than three times, then I would assume like, hey, I'm just gonna put. Here, I think it's more about where they leave it. I think if they put it under the sink, all right, cool. Hidden away from sight. You're not really... Okay. I, I think once you take a spot in the open bathroom, then so that other really ladies, other ladies yes. will see it. It's a planted flag on Mars. It's like, right. I own this, this space. It's a dog urinating on its spot to mark Absolutely. it. Absolutely. What would you right. think? I'd be like... He's coming back. <laughs> it's a good um, idea for men to do yeah. that. Like where they be I like, think I'd be into it. Yeah, yeah, you just leave one thing. Oh, I'll get it next time. And then like, hey, we haven't seen each other in two months. Oh, no, 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 I got my underwear there. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, I, for me, I'd take it as a very positive sign. I'd be like, they like... I mean, first time is like a little weird just because also like who brings... Mm-hmm. a deodorant or a toothbrush with them but like yeah like let's say they were coming like we had been we'd been on a few dates and then they like came over to make <laughs> dinner and watch a movie and they bring stuff got my deodorant it, right? i got my my pjs yeah <laughs> i think it would be a little i mean like i'm joking but i i joke about the like it it would be like a little hot but i would be like a little bit i'd probably be a little turned off by it i would it, say it's, it's a little too much like the idea that like the guy on a like you wouldn't be going back to your place after like a like drinks it would be like after like a dinner date and you'd be like wait a minute you had deodorant with you the whole time like right it'd be a little weird it'd be like too much planning anyway yes. <laughs> that's our show that's it it's been we did it great as always come on back sunday we're going to do a bonus episode sunday we're going to do one more email uh, you know, send some suggestions on what you'd want to hear out of a bonus episode. We have a lot of great ideas in mind. You send in your emails, UUP at We'll be back on Sunday. Yes. You 
Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.